0: Hey, what's going on? Welcome to The Should Life. This is your host, Jessica Lee Lab, and today we are going to be talking about living that should life. If you're a high-achieving woman ready to let go of the shoulds we've been taught and activate your intuition to live your soul-aligned life, you are in the right place. Let's get into it. Welcome, welcome. OMG. I am so freaking excited. This is it. This is season one, episode one of The Should Life. I just have to take a minute and soak this in. Okay, here we go. So, I want to start off by painting a picture for you. I want to paint a picture of a woman who has it all. She's climbed the corporate ladder, she's got the kids, the partner, the home, the body you name it. And on the outside, she has it all. But ultimately, when she has a moment to catch her breath, to actually feel her breath in her body, maybe it's a moment in her car as she's running from place to place. Maybe it's in a moment in the shower, soaking up maybe the two minutes that she gets all to herself. She realizes that there has to be more than this, right? This like nudging feeling that has been with her, her whole life. It creeps in once again. And she questions, is this really what I've been striving for? Because she spends her precious energy and time ruminating about shit that happened in the past. She also feels plagued by anxiety about scenarios that may potentially happen in the future. She's constantly losing sleep over this battle inside of her. And she's found that when she looks around, her friends, her friendships in general are so inauthentic and surface level and shallow. She wonders if anyone really knows who she is. And honestly, she wonders if she knows who she is. She's questioning if she even knows what it is she likes or dislikes because she's been living so long for other people. And because of her inability to express her opinions out of fear of what other people may think or say, it keeps her stuck. She feels like she's paralyzed. But she's also constantly running around, doing, 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 doing all the things. And when she actually has a moment, she realizes that ultimately, deep down within, she's actually really fucking bored with her life. She may be moving. She may be doing all the things she's supposed to be doing. But she feels really empty inside. How is this landing with you? Is this resonating? I just want you to know that if this is landing for you, if this is resonating, if this sounds like you, you are not alone. And this is typically how my clients are living their lives when they show up to work with me. They are living that should life. In general, you may be feeling lost, bored, empty, feeling like you got gypped. So like, please tell me this isn't it. I don't know what it would mean to me or what it would mean about me if this is what it is I've been striving for. Like, please tell me there's more than this. Because if this, was, if this is what I've been sold and bought, then I don't know what to do if that's the truth. And if you're feeling this way, you are in the right place. So when I say living that should life, this is also living the way of the mind. And throughout our time together, you'll come to understand what that actually means. And you'll be able to start to be able to determine if you're hearing from the mind, if you're living from the mind, or if you're hearing from and living from your inner voice. So I want to make it clear that the mind and the inner voice aren't necessarily enemies of one another, or at least they don't have to be enemies of one another. And it is possible to live in harmony between the two. So I'm going to be talking about that throughout our time together as well. It's easy to label the mind as the enemy or as the bad guy. And I just want to say that that is not my belief in any way. The mind is simply limited in its capacity of what it can do for us. But unfortunately, when we identify as the mind, we live as the mind. And that keeps us feeling stuck. That keeps us living for everyone else. That keeps us in our should life. It keeps us feeling really empty because the mind is designed to keep us safe. And because it's trying to keep us safe, it's constantly looking for danger and potential threats. So because of that, it keeps us in our comfort zone, which ends up keeping us playing really small in life. So every time we have a difficult conversation that maybe has to take place, or if we want to speak up for yourself to know and embody your truth without bowing down to the fear of the mind, maybe you feel so stiff and so stuck and you want to learn how to play again how to really find joy in your everyday life. You hear that that's possible. You you hear about like inner child work and inviting play and joy into your life. And you're like, Jess, I don't even know where to start with that. That seems like something for them. It doesn't seem like something that I could ever fit into my life. I hear you. Living by the mind's definition of the should life is what keeps us really stuck. And so we stay. And we continue to give more and more of ourselves. We continue to do for others while we ignore this fire within us. And what happens is a year goes by, five years, 10 years go by, and you have regrets. You have regrets about not being more brave, about not being more authentic not stepping into your truth, really owning and knowing who you are. But what if you explored the possibilities that exist beyond what the mind has told you is possible? What if this podcast became your time to explore and get curious, to dream and expand? Man, I think that would look so good on you. I love that idea. Because there is another way, and that is the way of the inner voice. So I've mentioned the inner voice a few times now. Just want to clarify what I mean when I say that. So some call it the intuition, your soul, God within you, your higher self. I call it the inner voice. And it may sound or feel so quiet for you right now. It may feel like a whisper. It may even feel like nothing. You may feel numb. But I know that you have the ability to cultivate a deep, meaningful relationship with your inner voice. And what happens when you're able to do this is you become able to start to identify what your truth actually feels like, looks like, tastes like, sounds like. And you start to actually embody your intuition. You can step into a life that feels more like flow and balance and ease and surrender. And how that shows up in your life is it looks like not having to rely on other people for the answers because you know, and you can move with confidence in your life. It looks like no longer needing to reach for the next diet because you're able to trust your body. And it looks like being able to express your truth by standing in and embodying and knowing who you really are. And this is what is possible for you. It became possible for me. I went through this same type of transformation and I've seen it happen over and over and over again with so many of my clients. And I'm so excited to continue to get into this with you. What's going on? If you're interested in one-on-one mentorship with me or your own live inner voice session to activate your intuition and get you living your soul aligned life, head over to nomoreshouldlife.com and let's get started. So it's my hope for this podcast that together we start to bring to light How all of the ways that we've been taught, all of the ways that we've been taught to be happy, bringing to light the fact that basically all these reasons are bullshit (laughs) and how these concepts have been designed to essentially separate yourself from your intuition or what I call the inner voice. This also separates us from one another. These messages of what the should life is then also separates us from ourselves and because when we listen to these patriarchal ideas about the life we quote-unquote should be living we end up making other women the enemy and as a result we end up making ourselves the enemy do so you find that when you reach outside of yourself when you're when you live your should life You find that you start to reach outside of yourself when ultimately you're trying to find wholeness, happiness, worthiness. And what ends up happening is that most of the time when you do, you end up feeling more empty and more shitty than you did when you first started. And I want to get back to that. But first, I mentioned that I love working with high-achieving, goal-oriented women. Why is that? I'm so glad you asked. Mm-hmm. So I love working with these types of women and please know that when I say goal-oriented high-achieving women, I am saying we because I 100% include myself in this group. And working with these powerful women fill me up so much because when you speak, I know exactly what you're saying. I know exactly what you're talking about because High-achieving women are badasses. You are a genius. And you have a very strong mind. And this strong mind of yours has served you so well. It's gotten you to wherever it is that you find yourself right now. How amazing is that? Just take a moment and celebrate your mind. Even if you want to shift away from living a life dominated by the mind, we have to give the mind the credit that it deserves. So, when you live a life dominated by the mind, when you allow the mind to dominate how it is that you view the world and your relationships, Ultimately, you're not living your most fulfilling life, your most expressed life, your most aligned life. So when you have a strong mind, you can also, my gosh, who can relate to this? You can talk yourself into and out of everything, right? You can rationalize the fuck out of your decisions, even when they're out of alignment. You talk yourself into staying too long You talk yourself into leaving too early. You rationalize everyone else's behavior. This is what happens when you are not connected to your inner voice. And what happens is you also start to give away your power. You give away your power in the things that you commit to, in the way that you alter your body, the way that you choose to eat or not eat or move your body or not move your body. And the list goes on and on. And I'm so curious about what comes to mind for you when you hear the should life, what brings, what shows up for me when I think of the should life is the ways, all of the ways in which we as women are taught to give of ourselves in order to find fulfillment how we're taught to essentially make ourselves the lowest priority in our own lives to only do what we're supposed to do, to only look how we're supposed to look, to to only act how we're supposed to act. And I want you to know that there's more. There's more to you. There's more for you. And you possess a truth that is within you in this very moment. It's never left you and it will never leave you because it's an innate connection that you have inherently had your entire life. Even if you feel like it's never been with you or you feel like maybe you do sense that connection every now and then. If you feel like you've forgotten about it or neglected it completely, it's okay. It's still accessible to you. And I can help you find it. So I'd also like to pull back the curtain a little bit and share a little story about myself in why it is that I I do what I do. My reason behind this, because I think that our whys are so important. They keep us focused. They keep us motivated. They keep us grounded. And I was previously coaching and teaching on some other topics. And my inner voice really guided me in coming back to inner voice mentorship and alignment coaching. And as I was making that transition, I wanted to be really intentional and understand why I was doing this work. And if you're familiar at all with Glennon Doyle, the way that she kind of phrases this question is, what breaks your heart? And there was something about that that really hit home for me. And it allowed me to really connect more deeply um, in what it was that I was doing and connecting me more deeply to my why. And when I thought about what breaks my heart, what showed up for me was an image. It was very, very vivid. This clear picture that showed up in my mind. And it was this image of an elderly woman on her deathbed. She was old. She had lived a very long life. And as she's laying on her deathbed, she's reflecting. She's reflecting on the life that she had lived, on the ups and the downs, the surprises, good and bad, and a life overall that she felt content with. But there were also these lingering regrets that started to show up. And as she thinks of them, her eyes start to well up with tears. She has these unanswered questions that still remain for her. And they're questions like, what if? What if I was actually brave enough to believe in myself? What if? I followed through on that, that fire within me that never really seemed to burn out. What if I actually took that creativity that people would always compliment me on and actually pursue that gift that came so naturally to me that I kept downplaying? What if I stopped giving a fuck about what people thought and lived this authentic life for me? What if I turned my attention more towards loving my body instead of hating it all the time and wasting, just reflecting on the amount of energy and time that would have been freed up for her to actually pursue her soul-aligned life? And I allowed this woman's essence, like this vision, all of it to soak into me. I allowed her regrets to soak into me. And those tears that were in her eyes started to show up in my eyes as well. And my why became so clear to me because I never want any woman to feel that this woman felt on her deathbed. And I know how to prevent, I know how to prevent that from happening. I know the power that women hold. I've witnessed it myself. And I know that when they are able to tap into their inner voice, their intuition, when you're able to identify and release trauma and toxic belief systems that you've been holding in your physical body, when you know how to embrace your shadow self, I know that when you can release upon this world, your unique gifts and your unique power, this world will change. And your unique gifts, your unique power is so deeply needed. So today we touched on very briefly the mind and the inner voice. And as I've mentioned, these are concepts that we are going to be diving deeper into throughout the entire podcast. We also talked about how essentially this power that you have within you can impact every aspect of your life when you learn how to harness it. And I'm so freaking excited to just continue to share all of this with you. I also got a little vulnerable and pulled back the curtain to share my why in doing this amazing work. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. This is your reminder that you are enough. You are worthy and you are loved. You can find me over at Instagram at Jessica Lee Lab and my website at nomoreshouldlife.com. If you or someone you love is a high achieving woman looking to activate your inner voice and embrace your shadow self to claim your soul aligned life, send me a DM and let's do this.